Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hey friends, welcome to episode 29 of Uncovering the Subconscious, and it's also the last episode of the year. Oh my God, last episode of 2022. Almost wanted to actually try and get it to number 30 to end it. I feel like that would have been like a whole number nice. But then again, the first episode of 2023 can be the start of something new, the 30s. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yes, welcome to the final episode of 2022. And this episode, I'm going to speak about how you can end 2022. So I haven't thought of a title of the episode yet. I'm going to think of something a bit more snazzy than that. But essentially, this episode is going to give you tips on how you can say goodbye to 2022 and say hello to 2023. Um, before I get into it, a few other things I would really love if you could rate the podcast, like give it a rating. Um, if you're on Spotify, there's just a star rating at the top. Uh, also send me a follow on Instagram. So soul traveler, full stop coach, and send me a DM on there. I love getting messages from you guys. I, it honestly lights me up when I see a message from someone with a comment about the podcast, like it makes my day. And also just a reminder, there's always a fun travel story at the end. So make sure you listen through. And then before I get into the podcast, I'm just going to give you a little life update. So exciting things this week. Um, I am now an auntie. I'm now Auntie Dana. I'm so, so excited. My sister gave birth. Uh, I've lost track on the 19th, which is actually was actually my prediction. I did a tarot card reading for her in January and the number nine and the number... 12 was the two numbers that came up and she was conceived nine weeks after and also born on the 19th which I predicted um and 12 12th of Dece- uh, 12th is December so <laughs> managed to get the numbers for her there so <laughs> that was fun kind of um relating back to that uh, but anyway yes so her name is Peyton and I'm just so, so excited to be able to meet her in January. So that's my other update is it's now like two weeks before I get to go back to Australia. Uh, so I'm going back for a bit over a month to meet Peyton and to see my little sisters and see my family. Uh, and also I have a few weddings. So it's going to be a busy month. Um, it's it's weird because it's I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, I cannot wait to go home and see everyone. But I feel like I'm going to feel a bit homesick as well to London, like how I feel homesick from home now it's 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 a hard part about traveling is you're always homesick somewhere anyway so that is my life update very exciting news um and i guess we should get into the podcast so there are four topics that i want to discuss today and then kind of topics within them uh the first one i want to talk about how we can say goodbye to 2022 and talk about like reflection and how we reflect back on what has been versus uh, what could have been versus what was, as well as gratitude and the progress, which I'll get more into shortly. Uh, The other thing I want to talk about is resolution and goals. I'm just going to briefly cover that because I'm going to do an episode on it tomorrow. Tomorrow, I mean next episode. Um, I'm already losing my mind. And the next thing I want to talk about is creating the dreams So how you can make your wishes, your dreams for 2023 come true. And then we're going to talk about how we can live the dream in 2023. So we're going to cover all these topics just to kind of prepare ourselves for 2023 and just prepare ourselves for all the things we're going to manifest. So without further ado, we'll get into the episode. 
So as we say goodbye to 2022, it's a really great time for us to kind of reflect and look back and look back on our achievements, what happened, what went wrong, what just look back on everything and just reflect on it. Um, And there's this really, really cool kind of ritual, I guess we'll call it, um, that you can do. Now, I will shout out to Chloe Corcoran for this one. She does a masterclass for this. So if you would rather do it in a group setting, I'd recommend... um, finding her page I'll put it in the details below and booking in for the I don't know I can't remember when the masterclass is but is really I would 100% recommend it I did it last year and it really helped me kind of reflect on my year so essentially what you want to do is you want to allow a few hours for this Um, it is going to take a bit of time grab a hot drink or a wine have some soft music playing get your candles lit up just basically set up your space how you feel comfortable And then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to go over every single month of the year and take notes of everything that happened in each month. So instead of rushing through, I want you to sit down and go January, right, January, what happened in January? And there's several ways because January was a long time ago. It was 12 months ago. It's very easy to forget and not realize what actually happened and how much happened within a month. So there's a few ways you can go back if you can't really remember. Uh, Look at your photos, have a look what photos you have for January, or look at your Instagram archive. You can look at the archive stories, so that can narrow down where you were, what you did. Um, also I, something I found really beneficial last year was looking at my calendar, but that is because I use my calendar quite frequently. So I was able to look back and be like, oh yeah, this happened then this happened then. Oh yeah. And this, so this, it can take some time to go over each month, especially starting in January as it was so long ago, but it is really great. Cause then you can start to just compare things with each other. Like you'll be shocked how much can actually happen in one month. And the connections you make from one thing to the other, like the connection of events uh, can really surprise you. So for example, when I did mine last year, in about June, I had applied for this job that I thought was my dream job. And I was getting into law of attraction here. I was manifesting. I was like, yes, this is what I want. This is what I want. Um, and I didn't get it. And it was really hard in the moment because I was like, I did everything right. I did all the manifesting. But of course, this is at the very basic level of manifestation where I think when I thought like if I did all the right things, I meditated every day, then suddenly it would just fall into my lap. But there's the energy. The energy is so important in it. But because I didn't get it, I wasn't working a full-time job. So I ended up volunteering at this event with my friend and I straight out, I can hundred percent say I would not have done this if I was working (laughs) full-time. Like I just, I would not have taken one of my weekend days off. And do you know what the event I thought was a bit of a letdown? I didn't really do much, but in at the event, I spoke to this girl and we were having a conversation and I was talking about how I'd started listening to the Law of Attraction Changed My Life podcast. And she said that she really liked this one called Let's Get Naked by Chloe Corcoran. And I was like, oh, that's great because I've run out of episodes. So I started listening to Chloe Corcoran's podcast. I learned more about it and that led me to the Level Up, the Level Up class or probably group is a better word. Anyway, so it led me to starting Level Up, which led me on my self-healing journey. And I started healing a lot of things within me that I didn't know needed to be healed. And it also led me to finally kind of breaking that barrier of never wanting to do tarot card readings for people because I was ashamed and I thought people would judge me. And because of the Level Up course, I ended up starting my own business, which of course then led me to starting my own podcast, Funnily enough, when I did do this reflection last year, I don't think I'd started the podcast then. So it's even like this continuum of um, events that happen because I didn't get my dream job. And it's just, it's, 
it's amazing. It's amazing to look back on and be like, at that moment when I didn't get my dream job in June, I just thought, I I thought I'd, it was like a letdown, but it has actually given me so much more. And the saying in manifestation is this or something better. And sometimes you don't realize that there's something better has happened. And this is why reflection is key and looking back at what happened and looking back at what you learn and um, taking it month by month. So take your time on each month. Don't rush it. Like do it week by week and anything important that happened, jot it down or something that may not seem that important, jot it down because it might reflect back in March when you realize that it actually connected. And then once you've finished each month, sum up the month with one word and Remember as well that not every month has to be a great month. The idea behind it is that when we divide it up, we're going to stop labeling the whole year as like a failure when maybe it was just like December, May, or November, December might have just been a really bad month, a really bad two months. But then maybe other parts of the year were really positive. Like it just kind of divides it up a little bit more and allows you to reflect and show gratitude for what's happened and what's occurred and see that it doesn't, the whole year isn't a failure, like it, or just reflect deeper onto it. And so label that month with a word, again, can be good, can be bad. The word could be spontaneous, fun, terrible, et cetera, et cetera. There are many different words you can use. So once you've done that, you can reflect back and see how much actually occurred in the past year. So once you've finished writing about each month, I then want you to look at reflecting on what could have been versus what was. Now, this is part of a yearly tradition that I do. So I write a letter. um, I write a letter about my year and what happened. So this time you'll write a letter about 2022, what happened in 2022, which I'll get into more detail on later. Uh, It's a little bit harder to do this part if you didn't do this last year, but it is good to know so that you can do it for next year. But essentially what you do is you just reflect back on what you wrote in the letter about what you what you thought would happen and what would what would occur. And then you can kind of reflect back and be like, well, this is what actually happened. Uh, For example, like my letter last year, uh, I know I wrote about all these different things that I plan to do. And I know it was a very kind of plain letter because I I kind of just thought it was going to be a year of like building up my career um, in this new job. And yeah, I just I never, never, ever thought that by July I would be living in another country. Never. I thought maybe at the end of this year I would start looking at it. So I know that when I'm going to open my letter, I'm going to read it and it's just going to be like, well, actually, Dana, this is what <laughs> this is what really occurred because COVID just made me believe I was not going to be traveling for a long time. And it's just, that just proves how quickly things can change around. And I'm so, so excited to be able to like reflect back and connect to my past self who thought traveling just was not going to happen this year. And it's kind of like fun to like talk back to your past self like, well, actually, this is what happened. Sorry, I might just sound a little bit crazy now. Um, Anyway, and then you write a letter talking about everything that did occur. So the good, the bad, the achievements, the lessons. So even if you haven't done a letter about what you thought would happen for this year, still write a letter about what did happen about everything. So just try and include as much detail as possible because it's also really good to reflect back on in future years and be like, wow, this is this is everything that occurred. Like this is amazing. So now that you've already done the 12 month thing, you already have an idea of what's happened and you can include all the most important things into this letter. 
The next step in the reflection process is the gratitude. So it is really, really important, especially with manifestation and sending out this energy to show gratitude. So for your reflection, I want you to write down 22 things because, you know, 2022. Uh, So write 22 things that you are grateful for that came out of this year. So this can be anything. This can be big or small. Just write anything that you are grateful for from this year. The letter that you just wrote, that was your time to reflect on everything, including the bad. But the gratitude list is when we want to turn it around and we want to focus on everything good that came out of this year. So just start, if you're really struggling to think, think of all different areas of your life. So your friendships, relationships, family, work, um, travel, and write 22 things that made you appreciate your year or made you appreciate yourself. So the final step of the reflection process is you're going to have a look at the progress you made. And please just remember, be proud of your progress. Even if sometimes the lessons were really hard to recognize, just realize that you made progress in life and you learn things through these lessons and through these bad times. So many times someone tries something new, and this is myself included, and it doesn't work out. All we do is focus on the negative. This is what I mean. I do it too. I don't judge people. I am trying to turn it around, but I do it as well. But you need to sit down and reflect on it. If something bad like happened and it didn't go as you were planning, what did come out of it? What lessons did you learn? What did you find out you're actually not interested in doing? Or what did you find out you needed to build your skill up on? So just remember, you have every downfall is progress because you're learning from it. Everything that went right is progress because again, you're growing and you're getting further. You just need to remember, what did you learn from that experience? Reflect on your progress. Write down everything you're proud of, everything that you learned. So in 2021, I started a new job and I thought in 2022, I was really going to build that job and kind of become a lot more involved in it. But instead, it didn't work out as planned and I didn't enjoy the job. But I stood up for myself by leaving that job and by putting myself first because it was really hard at times. I felt like I was letting people down and instead of letting that keep me there. I stood up for myself and I quit my job and I moved across the world and now I have a job that I love. Like sometimes you may not see what comes out of it ever. Like you might not see it for a while, you might not see it ever. But just know that you have learned, you have learned something from it. And I do understand this can be really hard because some lessons are really really hard to learn and you don't it's really hard to kind of let like stand back and be like no I did learn something from this. Another example, this year I learned that I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. No one wants to be a people pleaser. There's not a nice personality trait. Um, it's It doesn't have positive con- connotations behind it. But because I was able to learn this, I kind of learned how to f- like stand up for myself a little when faced with a confrontational situation. So I had something occur and I backed myself up. It didn't get me anywhere. It didn't change anything. It didn't make that person turn around and be like, oh my God, you're right, I'm wrong. But I stood my ground and inside I felt really proud of myself and that is what I gained from it. And it's I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but I had this therapist who said something about um, confrontation and I think it's a huge big thing for people pleasers to know as well Uh, because most commonly people pleasers are not very confrontational. But sometimes you don't need to win an argument to be right. So sometimes if you stand your ground and you say, I'm not okay with you doing this to me. And they argue back with you and you back up and go, okay, yep. 
and then leave the conversation. You might feel like you lost that conversation, but you stood up for yourself and that person now knows that that is something that you're not okay with. And the next time they might subconsciously actually work around and not do that. So even just speaking for yourself, you don't have to, the biggest thing is, you know, you have to know you don't have to win an argument. And it's like little things like that. This is, be proud of the things you learn along the way. It doesn't necessarily mean that it went as you wanted, but as long as you learn from it. And another thing I wanted to add as well is just stop referring to the year as bad. It's it's a really negative and really common thing that I've noticed happens at the end of the year where people go, oh, my year was really bad. I can't wait for 2023 to be worse. Like you're just putting that energy out. Like stop, stop focusing on all the negative. And I get like things do go wrong and the awful situations can happen, but it's when we put that we define that as the whole year that 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 event has now made that whole year terrible that month that that event maybe made that day or that month or something a bad month but when you class it into this time frame because the thing is time is time is a concept time is not real like time is something we all make up like time is just something to give us a guideline it's not actually like it when we focus on this time and we like we can use essentially what i'm trying to say we can use this year to be like this year timeline to be a really positive way to push us forward. But when we start using it for negative, like, oh, it's March and my year has been terrible so far. So basically the rest of my year is going to be terrible. It's, it doesn't help us. It doesn't help us. We use the time frame of a year for positive to push us forward. When you start thinking of the negative and thinking the year is bad, this is when you can kind of lose touch with the self-healing and building yourself up. There's a really good song um, by All Time Low called Weightless, and it's like, it hasn't been my weekend, but it but it will be my year. So next part I was originally going to go into, which is about resolution and goals, but I started putting it together and I started planning it and I realized it's actually so much detail and it would have just made this episode be really long. Um so I decided to make it the first episode of 2023. So keep an eye out for that first episode to set some goals. And yeah, it, I mean, we don't need to wait. We don't need to do it before New Year's to set goals. Our goals can be set any point in the year. So don't feel like you have this time frame of, I have to do it by New Year's. Like you can do it at any point. So keep an eye out next month, one of the first weeks in January, it will come out and you will be able to do some resolution and goal work. But if you are hoping to make some goals and resolutions now, then um, try and focus on the SMART uh, framework. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Again, I'll go into more detail on these in the next episode. So now that you have done the reflection, you might have some ideas of what um, your resolutions or goals are, or you might be waiting, which is also fine until the podcast episode (laughs) and now we're going to look at how you can create the dream and so I want you to take the time meditation and all and have some think about have some just sit there and think about what exactly you want for 2023 so by the end of 2023 where do you want to be in your life and something I've always done um I've done it since 2012 oh my god so it's 10 year anniversary just realized anyway since 2012 I've written a letter to my future self about my prediction for the year where I see it going what my plans are for the year on top of the reflection letter that I mentioned earlier 
And so the letter is normally all about the year. However, this year I've taken advice from another podcast. Um, I will try and find out where I found this, what podcast, and put it in the episode as well, uh, in the details. Anyway, I've taken the advice and I'm going to script my letter instead. And I would really, really, really recommend you doing this as well, as it's an incredibly powerful manifestation tool. So essentially what you do is you write a letter similar similar to what I would have written with my predictions for the year, but instead of writing it in like future tense, like this is what I think will happen, this is what will occur, instead I'm going to write it as though it's December 2023 and I'm reflecting on the year. So just like the letter that we spoke about earlier, I'm now going to write that for 2023. So I will write everything that happened in 2023 in past tense as though it's already happened. And the thing is about using this scripting method is it puts you in the perspective of you already having achieved everything you want to. And you're going to turn these goals and wishes, these goals and wishes, they're not goals and wishes, they're reality, they've already happened. And when you're sending out this energy into the universe, the universe is going to want to try and match it. And they'll do that by aligning it with reality. So this is just a really, really powerful way to just kind of connect. And also it's really powerful at the end of the year, getting to read back on it and be like, oh, whoa, let's see what exactly what happened. Once you've written a letter and you have an idea what you want the end of the year to be like, I want you to make some affirmations to go alongside these goals, alongside these, what's going to occur for your 2023. And again, you need to do these affirmations in either past or present tense. So you want it to sound like you already have it or you've already had it and it's already occurred because then the universe will align it to that belief. And then the goal is to read these to yourself at least once a day. Or you can record yourself saying the affirmations and listen to it at least once a day. This might be an easy way, like as you're walking to work or as you're on the bus or on in the car or on the way to work, like whatever it is, like you can just listen to it rather than having to read it. And then from there, after you've done this letter, you've made some affirmations, a little added bonus you can do, but you don't need to do is create a vision board. So find images that represent the letter of your 2023, the end of the year, what happened, like find pictures to relate to this, uh, put it on your wall, put it in your phone background or just somewhere you'll often see them. And then you'll begin to associate these images with your life. Now, for me, I know that when I have images like that up, after a little while, it becomes background images and I don't really notice it anymore. Like I've got one on my laptop, one on my phone that I just, I forget. I couldn't even tell you what was on there right now because it's just become a background image. So my advice is to actually try and change it up every few weeks, every few months so that the image doesn't just fall into the background. So try and find slightly different photos. Or the thing is, as you go through the year, you'll find that what you wanted the end of the year to be like is going to change slightly. Like there's different goals, different ideas that you're going to want by the end of the year. So after the reflection, take the time, write the letter as if it's already happened and just wait until the end of 2023 to be able to reflect on that letter. So once you've written the 2023 letter, we now want to live in the dream of 2023. So how can you live that letter? How can you become that letter? So you want to be at it. You want to live 2023 to the fullest. You want to live it as though that letter has happened. And a few other things you can do is say your affirmations. So I've already mentioned this, start saying your affirmations or listening to your affirmations at least once a day, as much as possible once a day. If you miss a day or two, then start it up again after that. 
Take inspired action. Action is required for you to be able to receive your manifestation. So start taking action towards this letter, towards what you want the end of your 2023 to look like. Because you can't win the lotto if you don't enter the lottery. So start taking steps towards your manifestation. Start your business, go on dates, apply to jobs. Whatever your manifestation is, take some inspired action. Action that makes you feel good. Action that challenges you. And so, so, so important, I've already kind of covered this, is change your mindset of how your year would be. None of this 2022 was terrible, so 2023 will also be terrible. This is way too common and it just needs to stop. You need to remember manifestation is the energy that you send out. So if you don't want a bad year, which remember, it's different to a bad day or a month. If you don't want a bad year, then stop focusing on that energy. Stop telling yourself it's going to be a bad year or you will have a bad year. And then you wonder why the end of the year you go, oh, 2023 was just like 2022. It was terrible. That's because you told the universe it was going to be terrible. As you can tell, I get a bit passionate about that topic. I feel like I just gave you a huge lecture. Um, So on a more bright note, we're going to conclude the episode and a few little things to remember. Just Take note, 2023, it's already yours. You already have it. You already have it within you. You're going to do it. It's going to be your year. Like Enjoy the year. Enjoy everything that comes along. Remember the lessons that you're going to learn and think about what can come out of it. And also enjoy the remainder of 2022. We still have a little bit left of 2022, not much, but a little bit. Show gratitude for the final day. Show gratitude each day and just be appreciative that you're here and you get to experience life. So before I get into the final travel story of the year, I just want to say thank you guys so, so much for all your support this year. I really, really appreciate it. So I, it was actually on my resolution list, my goal list for this year to start a podcast. And although I was like, yeah, I probably will. I, I honestly, there was at times I was like, I don't think that will happen. And you know what? I did it in January. And that's the thing. We can like do take on our goals any point in the year. So I actually was able to tick off one of my resolutions as early as January. And that's so cool because it led me to being able to do so many other things on my list. Um, again, I really, really appreciate you all. And I can't wait to see you back in 2023 with our goals, a goal setting episode. And a lot of great things are going to come for this podcast. I'm going to get more guests on and try and have more perspectives on because it's really nice to hear things from different people's perspective because you might find that you resonate more with someone else's or you might resonate with something someone says. There's a lot of different perspectives. There's a lot of amazing things to hear out there. And again, I would love if you could please rate the episode and also give me a follow on at soultraveler.coach on Instagram and send me a DM. I absolutely love it. It puts a massive smile on my face when I hear from you guys. So finally, to end the episode, the travel story. So the story is about the headbanger. So when I lived in Utrecht in 2017, 2017, 2018, there was this shots bar called Chapitos and really, really cool shots bar. Like they, there was like the Harry Potter shot where you uh, put it on fire and uh, you like they light the shot on fire. There was one where you had to like drink it with a straw while there was like gases in it. Yeah, there was a lot of different ones. There was, I think the blowjob, which was, it was like a shot with cream and you had to do it with no hands and just a lot of different random shots and 
Um, I'm sure, I don't know if they do non-alcoholic ones in case anyone wants to try it out and they don't like to drink alcohol. But if you do like drinking alcohol, you like a shot or two, um, I would recommend checking out Japitos. I think it's also, I think the name is Spanish. I've found it in Barcelona before too. Anyway, the headbanger. Now, so this shot I first found one of the first times I went to Japitos and I was like, I am absolutely not doing this. Well, you go to Chapitos a few times and you've really got to try them all out. So anyway, the headbanger, it consists of having, I had to lie my head down on the bar. Um, don't know if this would be safe with COVID anymore, but I had to open my mouth and they tipped and made the shot into my mouth. Um, so they just tipped the little bits in. Anyway, they then use my head as the, the shaker thing. So they closed my mouth and they just shook my head and it was, it was an experience. I don't know if I'd do it again, but it was cool to say I've done it. The video, I always love showing people the video. It's super funny. And it was even great. I went to this, uh, when I was in Barcelona, I was telling these people about it while we were on this pub crawl. Just so happened our next stop at Chapitos, just by chance. So we got this, one of the girls and one of the guys tried it and it is, it, it's an experience. You have to give it a go if you ever drop by Chapitos. Anyway, again, happy rest of 2022 and happy Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And don't forget to embrace your soul traveler. Bye, friends.